Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you hit me with the yes, sir? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Snack Time. Uh, we got a special guest in the building this time. Yeah. Special guest Very in the building. Very special. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, my name is Andre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know he's oh. he probably is not the uh, the type to just introduce himself. Um, well, but we got we got Andre here in the building. Yeah, yeah, Andre Big Tuck. That's what I call him, Big yeah, Tuck. Big, because, Big Tuck, and uh, uh, he. Are we going in now? Yes. I mean, t- tell us about your occupation and what do you do, Andre? Why are you here, dude? Yeah. Talk to the snack pack. So I'm, I'm just gonna shed some light on some, you know, some police stuff. I know that's a been a hot topic here lately, so I figured I'd come. Uh, and why you would know. you know anything about police stuff? Yeah, oh, well, why would we care about your opinion on police matters, dude? Well, well you know, I'm a black police officer in America. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. <laughs> sure. you know? Oh, you know? so uh, the so black is in the building. Black police officer dude. in the building. Uh, <sighs> do you have two phones? Uh, for the next month, I will. Yeah, dang, I gotta wait for this bill to go out and start. The, this is the new one. So. so wait, wait, wait. So why do you have the new one? Just because it looks cooler? Oh, I, it's a new network. It's a network that like, favors first responders in Texas. Oh, uh, so I, I went with them. And then I'm dropping, uh, I don't know if I can say their name, but I'm dropping them. Say the name. Uh, Verizon. You out Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> Verizon, you garbage Verizon. Yeah, hey, bro, this ain't, this ain't like national TV, bro. You oh, it is, dude. We are. national, we global, dude. We got listeners global. all over the world, man. <laughs> all right, this ain't global. global. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, you could say whatever you want, dude. You, right. could, you could say... Chick Fil A sucks. If you want to, you'd be well, lying. Yeah, yeah. Don't. yeah, I know you wouldn't <laughs> say it, but you could. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So Andre is a police officer, um, and I have actually I've gone on like two or three ride-alongs with him before. You can mm-hmm. uh, some of those experiences are on my Instagram. Yeah, and I don't think you can anymore with the whole stuff with the whole uh, dude. It's uh, so wack. yeah. It's been kind of. I mean, with the whole COVID stuff, you know, they've been kind of yeah, dude. Sticking I can't, it to people right can't, now. You but. can't get in a car. With another, you can't get in the car with a police officer. The the the, the chances of, of you two getting COVID when you're together are really high, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Hey, do y'all put uh, perps on, in masks before y'all put them in? Hey, wait, wait. I can't cuff you. Put your mask on first. <laughs> <laughs> you're under arrest. Right. Yeah, they got the mask guns, dude. <laughs> And they, just, <laughs> they just swarm their face. I wouldn't be surprised if that was coming, man. Mask so no, but y'all better be careful, dude. Because if you shoot the mask at somebody and it covers like their their nose and their mouth, and never yeah, mind. they'll still be breathing just fine. Yeah, so, <laughs> so when you when you cuff somebody, you got to put a mask on them. So technically, you're supposed to have your mask on at the beginning of the call. So yeah. So I'm you, talking not you. I'm talking about them. <laughs> oh, them. Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing like that, no. So if you have a mask right. and they don't have a mask, uh-huh. the city is stating that that's good enough? Well, and also, huh. if the, the whole point of wearing a mask, from it, my understanding, is, is if you can't social distance. Well, uh, that and the mask is um, only effective, like, and I'm putting effective in quotes anyway, when you're breathing out. So, like... It's to protect your germs, like it's to to hold your germs in. Yeah, yeah. That's Not, why but you can when breathe. you when you're breathing in, it doesn't matter. Like so, if you have a mask on, it doesn't matter if they got COVID because they're blowing that <laughs> all over you anyway, dude. Exactly. So, I mean, it's fine. It's it's whatever, dude. I mean, one of the extremes that they did when this all this stuff happened was, I mean, they put uh, you know the little swimming pool noodles. Yeah. So they, I guess they went out and got some swimming pool noodles. <laughs> And some duct tape and put it on our, uh, what do they call those things? Our partitions between us and the prisoners. I don't know what they thought that was going to do, but it, I mean, it looked. What, I don't even know what a partition is. Bro. It's just the the plexiglass in the between thing between the front and the back the front seat, and the right? back seat. They you know? they put them on the partition. So you know how those so those things are connected to like a roll bar for stability yeah, yeah, of those yeah. cars. Mm-hmm. 
So there's already kind of like a huge piece of rubber, but there's gaps in it, you know. Oh and I guess, God. you know, they didn't want COVID to seep through the gaps. Yeah, dude, you, you know? y- y'all arresting everybody with COVID. You know, if, <laughs> one of the one of the side effects of COVID is breaking the law. That one was fine. <laughs> so if, <laughs> most likely somebody breaking the law, they got COVID, dude. So here's here's my question. Mm-hmm. What is the perception that you get to deal with? Because only thing we have as outsiders is what we are told. Right. Pop culture, whatever. But right. I want to know your perspective on what is it like in the aftermath of, you know, because the people's perception of, you know, law enforcement ain't the highest right now. Right. right. It may not be. It, it, maybe it's just because it's always been bad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So walk me through that. Like, what's what's your thoughts now? So uh, as five oh. As a five zero, gotcha. So I mean, you know, my city, man. They, uh, we have, we're blessed in my city. I'll say that we we have great, uh, a great relationship with our community. The department established it. This is a just so y'all know, he works for. It's like a major, it's a major, yeah, a major, major city. Right. So yeah, <laughs> the, the department established a great relationship with the with uh, the community back in the early to mid nineties. Uh, with various different community programs that are blown up and other departments are now in 2020. It's a little, it's a little late, but you can still do it. A lot of departments are trying to catch up and do some stuff like what we've done early on. So even with all the bad stuff and some of the bad things that we had, um, uh, you know, some of the incidents that we've had, we've been able to uh, even, uh, yes, the community is upset with a lot of things. They don't like stuff. Uh, transparency is a big deal. Um, they need to know what's going on. You know, as a young rookie officer, uh, my perception was, you know, uh, you're, you're the public. You don't need to know anything. We're doing what we need to do. Uh, uh, worry about what you're doing. You know, we'll take care of what we got to go. But at, as I've matured and the years have gone by and things I've been involved in and the many people that I arrested, you know, I've noticed that we, we do need to be open to the community. The community needs to know what we're doing to a certain extent. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're driving around their neighborhood all the time. They need to be able to trust us, you know. So uh, there's a lot of things that I feel like as far as perception, I know I sound like I'm talking in circles, but as far as perception goes, there's a lot of things that are not going to look good. Uses of forces. Use of force is not going to ever look pretty. Um, You know, taking somebody down to the ground, you know, handcuffing somebody that's upset and yelling and and trying to get away. Of course, it's going to look like the officer is, you know, treating this person poorly, but we can't just let them do whatever they're going to do. Otherwise, we're defeating our purpose of being there. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, and and to be fair, right now, it's, you know, you not being white is kind of an advantage as a police officer. I would say so. I mean, you know. Yes or no? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of 50-50, man. I, you, you've had, there's been a, a certain areas in the city that I work in that, you know, uh, that you're looked up to as high, high very at a very high level being a black officer. Okay. I mean, uh, and even myself, I like to... I like to put, I put myself in programs to speak to the uh, inner city youth, at risk youth, whatever you want to call them. I mean, giving them a name is up totally up to whoever. But, you know, I was there at one point. I didn't grow up in the suburbs. I grew up in Los Angeles, California. I went to inner city school. Dang, dude. Uh, I lived with the my boy grandma. boy made it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I lived with my grandma. I lived with a single mom. I, you know, so... Uh, she saw some things that she didn't like that I was the path that I was going down. So, you know, what we did, we moved, we moved here to Texas and I moved, uh, uh here in, uh, I think, uh, 11th grade or something like that. The start of 11th grade. So I finished high school here, turned everything around. Cause grade wise, I wasn't going to get out of high school anytime soon. <laughs> um, you know, so I turned everything around, did, did some time at college, you know, I'm going to go back and finish some stuff up, but, uh, I got into some programs that the police department had to offer for youth. And that's the, one of the programs that I help with now, um, you know, just to keep kids on track, man, keep them busy with, with positive stuff, you know, to keep them out of, uh, 
keep them out of trouble, keep them out of the, the riffraff that they have to go to, especially kids that live in the inner city. The only thing they have offered to them is whatever's going on in their environment, whether it be gangs, drugs, whatever. So if you keep them busy off that stuff and, you know, let them know the, all the cons, because there's not really any pros of all that, but let them all, let them know all the issues and bring them in, make them feel, uh, wanted and enjoyed and stuff like that, you know, it, it help, goes a long way. Because that's the same thing the gangs do. It's like a family deal for them. You know, kids want to be, you know, they want to be loved or want to be owned, not owned, but they want to be a part of something. Yeah, yeah. They want to be a part yeah. of something. So if you make them feel a part of something, you know. And uh, that's that's how you were even, like, interested in law enforcement in right. the first place, right? Yeah, that's how I got What, what was it called? Like, were you... Where you go? It's a law enforcement explorer program. Yeah. So uh, most, most not all, but most agencies have them. Yeah. I also have a, a an uncle and a cousin who uh, were LAPD. One is retired, and one is still there. But I mean, <clears throat> they they had a great deal of influence on my life too. Um, I see. Now they weren't there all the time, obviously, because they're not my dad or anything like that. And I do have I have my father. He lives in Los Angeles still, but um. You know, a great deal of support that helped me go into this. Yeah, dude. And uh, you, I mean, you love it, right? Well, I love it. I mean, it's. Okay. It's, it's fun. Dude, when you go on a ride along, it makes you, you're like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> like, you just get to, but the reason why it's awesome to me is because, like, I mean, I'm not saying, I don't want to, like, have to throw down every day, which you don't have to do. Right. Uh, I didn't. He didn't have to get into it with anybody when I did the ride ride alongs. The best part about it is you get to get into people's business all day, every day. We were inside people's houses. Andre's asking the asking the real questions, like you know, whatever. Like some some somebody went missing, which by the way, um, I think police officers they hate doing missing person reports. Is that right? <laughs> I mean, it's not really. It depends on what kind of missing person it is, man. You <laughs> but the, you, but the runaways, but, and you got actual missing people. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, no, I know, but you know, if somebody runs away, usually it's it's you know. <laughs> I remember we went to this one person's house, and it was like this mom and like her. She like lived with like two or three of her like grown sons, and like one of the uh, the. I think he was special needs. I don't know, but he like ran off or something. And then we went there and we got just got to get into all their business. And they told us all the stories and everything. And, uh, and I could see why they don't like doing them because like, turns out your boy was just walking, walking laps around the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, and like, Oh, we found him. He's right here. Yeah. That kid in particular, you know, he's, he kind of habitual. He just kind of, has a disagreement with mom and then takes off without permission and instead of uh I mean I get her I get her frustration and, and kinda being on edge, but he would always come right back. Always. I mean never failed. He'd either come back while we're still there or right when we left. Oh, he's back, you know. How long so, have you been a police officer? So I've been in a, a sworn police officer for uh five years. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, a sworn I, uh, police officer. That didn't officer. make any sense. So, sworn police officer. Meaning, I've worked for the city that I work for for 10 years now it's, uh, with with their police department. I worked in the civilian area, and then I moved over to uh, a sworn law enforcement officer, which is basically a police officer. Well, you was writing tickets, right? Yeah, I did like, uh, <laughs> I was I was that guy, you know, I was writing parking tickets and, uh, <laughs> you know, towing abandoned cars and you better, stuff you, like that. You ever get into it, people? They'd be like, yeah, oh. man, you know, people get the most pissed off over a parking ticket than anything. You can take them to jail for the rest of their life, but they would get pissed off and want to fight you or anything else. <laughs> was it like over $20, ticket. over the $20 ticket? Uh, oh, it's a lot more than And that, it's like know. Most of the time It's like what I mean It just seems like Was your rebuttal Always like Okay well the, the Don't park illegally then. <laughs> Pretty much I mean It's a posted Toeway zone My tip, job You know My job is to write Tickets for people Parked illegally Right That's what I'm doing If I'm writing you a ticket You parked illegally Right And people act so surprised About it Dude, I've gotten parking tickets before. I just look at it and I go, 
I'm going to put it in the middle dash of my car. Parking tickets are also a civil thing, too. It's not criminal. You know, the violation is against the vehicle, not the driver. So, so it's kind of like basically, I can't see, I can't even say that. Well, I speak for Texas. For Texas, you're not going to really get arrested for a parking ticket. I mean, that's ridiculous. But what's the worst that could happen if you never pay parking tickets? Because I have one that I haven't paid. Uh, put a boot on your car. Uh, it was in Sundance Square, though. Yeah, it was literally a Sundance. Oh, like a lot, like a like a paid lot. Yeah, something like that. And I I looked into like the repercussions, and it was like, if you get another one, you have to like, <laughs> basically if you have three unpaid, they'll boot your car. And I was like, eh. And yeah, like, yeah. Or if you get a warning or whatever, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, at, at most, dude, a boot or towed. At I mean, nobody's getting hooked up for that. That's why you gotta. That's why you always gotta drive beaters, dude. Get you one of them hundred ninety five dollars specials off Division Street. <laughs> Go on down yeah. and be like, tow this one, please. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Because if you, you know, you got a beater and they tow it, and they're the, doing you a service. Yeah, and it yeah. costs more. If it costs more to get your car back than it costs to buy the car, you know that's how you I lost the car once, right? I had a car that got towed. And the fee to get it out was like three hundred sixty-five dollars. I only paid two hundred for the car. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said bye. Yeah, <laughs> you can keep it. They're like, in order to get this car out, then they try to like barter with me. Oh, dude, I, like, I got nah. so I got I got one wreck in my whole life, and it was literally like thirty seconds from my house. I hear that that happens a lot. Like you just get in wrecks. That's I the guess highest, that's the highest probability. I, is I guess it's. Be, I think this is my. This I only know this from experience. This is why I think that that's the is I think you're just so comfortable with those roads, um, and like I'd, I, it was a road that didn't have any. It was like a, a a connector road. There was no homes on it, but it was like a kind of a busy road. Like nobody would be parked there, but somebody parked there, and I was literally I was on my way to church. I was literally in the rearview mirror, uh, like. Picking out, picking out my, uh, like this dry skin off my eyebrow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just hit the back of this, uh, trailer and there, and somebody was in the car in front of the trailer and he was like, Oh, my leg. I swear. <laughs> Acting like his leg was all hurt and he was sitting in the lawn like, oh, and I knew he was faking. And I'm like, I'm like, if, if I had to, I'm like, you lucky I got insurance. And they got to deal with this because if it was all me, I'll be checking to make sure that leg was for real hurt. Mm. Uh, but uh, like, because if it wasn't hurt now, it will be. Yeah, dude, you, <laughs> you ain't gonna you ain't gonna fake your hurt leg and make me pay no twenty thousand dollars for your living. I mean, I I probably if you're not insured, I'm. I mean, do you have to pay people? I mean, technically, I mean, I'm sorry. enforcing <laughs> it, enforcing. <laughs> here's the key, enforcing. Mm. Yeah, you can assume someone's paying anytime you want to, but the question is, is can you enforce it, bro? Uh, there's a there's four words that'll get you out of paying money to any like government in- entity or like uh, like IRS or whatever. If you are like like if you like have to pay something, and they're like, hey, hey, dude, you you owe the IRS two two thousand dollars. I got four words for y'all. <laughs> I got four words for y'all that. I- <laughs> That'll make them never. <laughs> I mean, they'll get off your back for like a couple months. Here's those words. I don't got it. Because <laughs> what are you gonna do? Hey, you owe my you owe my guy twenty thousand dollars. He's been out of work for three months because you hit his leg. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't got it. <laughs> what you gonna do? I don't own a house. Uh, you, my car's worth five grand. Okay, you give him the car then, dude. <laughs> Dog off 5k right i mean i'm just saying i, I just don't see what uh, and if they arrest you i which i don't think it ever gets to that because i don't know but uh, they arrest you what you gonna pay them off in jail right. i don't got it that's all <laughs> i gotta say when i grew up <clears throat> there was uh we lived in a little small town where everybody pretty much knows everybody <clears throat> i mean it wasn't too small it's ulis but i mean it was you know small enough right, right. and the one of the police officers that went to my school, he was the school police officer, lived like rock throwing distance from my house. Right? He knew 
that your boy don't have the money to pay anything. <laughs> like, we live close. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't live north of Ash like all them bougie folks lived. <laughs> no. And so, anyways, he was, one time he came over to my house to, like, I guess my mom and him, like, um, tried to, like, scare me or something one day. He showed up on a Saturday. Classic. Full, full like, uniform. I was like, hey, what's up? He was like, I'm here to, uh, you know, serve you. And I was like, serve me what? Yeah, exactly. And he was like, no, you got some warrants out for your arrest. And I go, all right, then. And so I literally said, (laughs) okay. I don't got it. (laughs) He literally goes, the officer goes, "Uh, what do you want me to do now? Like, he asked my mom. And she was like, I didn't think he was going to. Like, I was like, I don't care. Like, I literally was like, okay, cool. He was like. Well, you know, I can't really take him in, right? You're like, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> dude. That's why. If ever it got to that point, I'd be like, okay, so uh, can I can I sit it out or what? Right, <laughs> bro. So, sometimes it, when I get like a speeding ticket, or anything, I'm like, I'm gonna just sit this bad boy out. <laughs> I don't know if you can, but <laughs> or your, uh, you know, your seatbelt ticket, dog. I already paid it. Oh my guy. Yeah, I already paid it. So. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, well, that, what did, that, can, can you do that? Like, what? I'm sure. So if somebody gets a ticket for like a seatbelt, right. And they, they didn't pay it in time and they, it turned into a warrant. Um, well, well, officers, like whenever you pull somebody over for a warrant, if it's something like, because they didn't pay a, a seatbelt ticket, mm-hmm. what's, what are the next steps? You well, there's a couple of different steps, man. And I speaking, you know, I can only speak for my agency, but my city, uh, if you only have like one, uh, the chances are you ain't going to get bothered about it at all. Unless it's just like, unless you're just that guy, like you're just, you're just causing a disturbance somewhere. And we can't <laughs> What'd get, you pull me over for? Yeah, we just can't you get, idiot. you know, or, or, so if you're saying, me. if you're disrespectful, your options become <laughs> very limited, right? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean... To a certain extent. I mean, if I come out there oinking, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I come out the car. Like, you might go on that one more. You know? But, I mean, most, 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 most officers, we're not going to take you on more, man. Could you it's, imagine? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's just not enough. Like, I'm taking you in. Why? Could, could I tell? Could I ask the officer and be like, look, dude, I don't got the money to pay this warrant. Can you just arrest me so I can sit this out? We would call a marshal for you. Has and, a, and a marshal, you can you can you can kind of like they can work out some stuff for you. I mean, I, I've I've called a marshal sometime for people who've had like fifty five uh, warrants traffic warrants. <laughs> how do you like, how do you have fifty five traffic warrants, bro? <laughs> I, I haven't mean, even gotten pulled over fifty five times. I mean, it's ridiculous. There there's been people. I mean, I had a buddy that had a, a dude that got a he had like a hundred and four. I mean, a hundred and four. You call a marshal, and the marshal will usually take them straight to the courthouse if they have any money. If they don't have any money, then I mean, they got payment plans for people. How does it get trying to help you? Serious question: How does it get to a hundred and four if every time they get like they had to get? Am I wrong? Did they have to get pulled over a hundred and four times to get a hundred and four? Not necessarily, because on one ticket, we can write you up to five tickets. On one sheet of paper. Okay, so let's say that every single ticket mm-hmm. was a five citation. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's what twenty six almost. Uh, it's it's one short, but like twenty six five citation tickets. <laughs> Did he have to get pulled over twenty five times to get all that? Probably. So. Okay. Or come so in contact with this. So times. after ten times, <laughs> let's after five times, they're just like, you know what, just. Whatever, dude. Here's your <laughs> new five citations. Yeah. Here's your new five. Like, because somebody didn't want to do paperwork. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Somebody didn't want. Somebody didn't want to go down to downtown and spend the, you know, thirty minutes to an hour booking you in. So they just said, you know what? You didn't really do too much. It sounds. It sounds though. like. It sounds like a hundred and four police officers. Did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. He. He probably never had insurance. He probably never had a li- like a uh, his license was always expired, uh-huh. and uh, so inspection was. It's out. a lot of stuff like that, and then, like failure to failure to appear. So you already didn't take care of that ticket. So you know, well, you know, 
Bro, bro can't catch a break. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah. dude, if I was him, I'd be like, bro, I already got 65 uh, <laughs> warrants. <laughs> just All let right, me just go, Just add dude. another 40. Just, like, just add another 40, dude. Can you just let me go this one time? Right. Was it, I mean, I just, I cannot put my, wrap my mind around how somebody could have 104 warrants. I believe it. I just yeah. can't. It's crazy, man. Talk about irresponsibility. I, I thought a, I was irresponsible. I got a question that I want to ask. That The snack pack, I know they want to ask. <laughs> but I'm going to ask it here. And I want your honest opinion. I'm assuming that's what it's going to be. <clears throat> Is it true that uh, y'all got quotas at the end of the month? <laughs> I knew this was coming. I knew, you know, I actually thought about I need to know. saying this before we even got to the question, but... No, quotas are illegal. Quota, well, everything's like, illegal. But actual, I'm saying that for them to tell me that I have to get a certain amount of tickets before such and such date, they cannot do. Yeah, but However, if you don't, if you have zero tickets, if you're that guy that has zero, t- I mean, now it depends. If you're on patrol, they're not looking at your tickets. If you're an actual patrol officer for my city. Other cities are different. We, we we all know a couple cities in this area that that's about all they do is sit out on the main road and and stop everything moving. Yeah, like the city that I live in. Yeah, and, and I ain't in the city that you're close to. Yeah, yeah. and I ain't ta- I ain't talking about Arlington, but you know I'll throw Arlington under the bus a little bit. Actually, I like Arlington PD. They they're cool, but uh, I'm talking about uh, I know I'm shouting, dude. I live in the heart of Pantigo, Texas, and then Dow Pant- Worthington Gardens are garbage. Listen, oh, dude, you know who the worst is? Now, listen, hold on, listen. I want all you police departments to know that I appreciate y'all's work, but these three in particular, stop writing tickets. God. No, I'm saying <laughs> Dalworthy to Gardens, Pantego, and worst of all, Kennedale. Oh, they're tragic too, dude. Kennedale, get get off of everybody, dude. <laughs> Look, we don't want to drive thirty miles an hour down a ten mile country road. Okay, <laughs> just let me go fifty. So, so here's the thing, though. The perception is, right. correct me if I'm wrong, though. Uh-huh. If a police officer is, you know, he's a patrol guy, yeah, right, and his job is to make sure that he's on patrol, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have any documentation proving that he's been patrolling anything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want that smoke. Right. So he's going to have something based <laughs> yeah. on perception. Yeah. Am I wrong? I, I hear what you're saying. And I mean, and it, it goes down to uh, the agency that you work for. So if you're patrol, you should have a decent call load. Now, the cities we just mentioned, they're not going to have a call load. They're not going to have anywhere near the call load of the three yeah. major cities in this general area. Yeah, my cat my cat is in the tree, number one. Yeah. And uh, my knitting needle fell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I think you those know, are the primaries. It's like me personally, being a patrol officer, there's times where, you know, if I do if I do pull a car over, I mean it's it's some serious downtime. I mean we don't we don't really have a lot of time just to sit around and and, and, and do traffic. Now we have a traffic unit now that's their sole job is to enforce traffic and traffic laws. Now you heard it here first, Snack Pack. <laughs> you know. The answer is yes. I'll go ahead and say <laughs> legally no. Perception, yes. Oh yeah. Perception is yeah. always gonna be always gonna be to the extreme, I feel like. You know, it's always gonna be, you know. But yeah, we do have a traffic unit and you know they can't just walk around with no tickets, but they also legally can't be told you yeah, need to yeah, go write yeah. such and such tickets. Is, but is eighty percent of a police officer's day geared towards not trying to do paperwork? Some like people that care about the job, maybe. I mean, you love what you do, right? But not just like not all real estate agents are created equal. Not mm-hmm. all police officers are created equal, right? Right, bro. Yeah. None of us want to. Yeah, there's a lot of us don't want to spend hours doing paperwork. You know, okay. For, yeah, yeah. I wanted to did that made me think about uh this the story of my first ride along. Yes. It was kind of, you know, it Which was one was your first? Was I still working on the other, the West Side? I don't know. Yeah, it was the it was one where we went into like the demon worshiper lady. Yeah, house. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Bro. She had the weirdest decorations and uh dude, it was it was the creepiest thing ever. 
And she wor- <clears throat> she worshipped this statue like in the middle of her house or whatever. Are you phoenix statue. No, you're it's, dead. A fe- it's a you know phoenix. What? Hey, hey, walk me through this, dude. Take me through this, dude. Wow. Set the scene up, dude. <laughs> well, that's oh he he's uh, he said the scene. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been setting hey, the scene. Awesome, awesome. Okay, set the scene up, dude. I wanted to hit these buttons. <laughs> okay, yeah. Here, hit it again for me, and I'm gonna set the scene. Okay, ready? So we're in this devil worshiping lady's house. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Oh, but and, she's and obviously she worshipped like this. And you ain't black. Okay, she, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I remember no the the officers that were there. Like, uh, we were in the house and like in the back in the back like closet. She had these. FBI, open up, <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay, she had like these creepy, creepy like puppet doll things. Oh, dude. Uh, and she had these. It was hands like. Uh, you know the hand that crawls around like on the, it, it was like the wrist and the, the hand, hand from uh, what's it the Adams family? Yeah, yeah, but it was like a it was like black finger na- like uh, oh, nails, like witch nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and awesome. the hands like it's like it's like that that hand on the the Adams family like they glued the the wrist part and she stuck it to the wall so it looked like hands coming out of the wall all over the house all over. And it's it smelled kind of good though. <laughs> what was what was your first reaction to your mind when you walked through? You saw this. You go, what would you do? What was your first? Like you know, you was doing those memes or whatever. Like I was just interested. your facial expression when you walk into a devil worshippers house, bro. It was it was that your typical curious white person face because your boy's nosy, and I was in there trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, you were solving the crime, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. I have my notebook out. I'm like, uh huh, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, dude, the the like the husband or whatever was like he was actually really. I remember like he was like in tears basically because he wanted his wife to go to church. Uh, no, no. Oh. Like the, <laughs> yeah. what was it? Like yeah. the mental ward. Mental ward. Yeah. 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 That's he's, uh, he was really trying to get him to take her there, but she like, uh, assaulted. I, am I, I'm allowed to go into these details, right? Without, without names. Yeah, or okay. Names or I don't know. I don't like, know. It's been like, years. Yeah. Well, but like, she like, her. she like assaulted like her 11 year old, like autistic son. Oh, dude. And, uh, Andre's like, Nah, we gonna we gonna have to take her to jail, <laughs> <laughs> bro. And, and the I actually got to sit in the car with her. Like they were all out there. This for like thirty minutes. Andre and the other officers were all out there trying to figure out the best thing they could do so they could do the least amount of paperwork. <laughs> they were like, okay, now nah, so you do this and we I'll do this, I'll do this, blah 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 blah. And all, while they're doing all that, I'm sitting in the squad car with the demon possessed lady in the back. I don't know. She was actually kind of normal, just kind of weird. But uh, I mean, we had a nice little conversation. Oh, dude. <laughs> she's she's like, "Who are you?" And I'm like, mm, "I'm just a, a civilian stand-in or standby, whatever it's right called." In, yeah. Right in. She's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and she just, I don't even remember what we talked about to be honest. Oh. She kept asking me about her stuff. She didn't even care about her kids. She had more kids there. And she was like, she's like, is my stuff going to be okay? I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm like, what you, what you <laughs> yeah. mean? What do you mean your stuff? And she's like, my stuff in my house. Is it going to be okay? I'm like, no, they, they're going to, they're going to, uh, they're going to confiscate all of it. I, did, the <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that a ride along, you get to go in, in. Oh, so that's what I know. that's what I want to say too. So our department, we have we have one of the probably the most relaxed uh, ride-in uh, rules out there because I've had people come ride in from they've rode in with other agencies and they're like, oh man, this, I had a blast. You know, I, I, the last agency I rode in with, I had to stay in the car the whole time. And I'm like, to me, I'm like, what is the point of you coming out to observe? Yeah, I'm what? To, did you bring heat? We do. Just case it popped I, off, you, you can't. You so can't. yeah, that you can't do. That. I did. I did. I, I did ask Andre. However, yeah. I'm like, say, because in in the back of the car, he has like this this like tactical shotgun. It looks pretty nice. I mean, if it goes down, I want to. Hey, hey, throw me a clip. Well, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I was asking for you know just in case. No, but yeah, I told you every time. Now I was. I told you where everything was. And yeah, how, yeah. How to get it out. Yeah, I, all that. My question was, I was like, so say something went down, you know, 
and with you and and somebody that you know you're like you get an altercation or something I'm like uh, and I feel like you're in danger or I could possibly be in danger. I'm like, am I allowed to? You pump that bad yeah, boy. Let's can, start blasting. Can, right? can I uh, open up the trunk and uh, t- take care of business? And he's like, yeah, that's technically aiding an officer. <laughs> not only not only would you uh, be allowed to do that, but you'd also get a medal for being a hero. That's <laughs> <laughs> so deep down when you're thinking, I was your like, boy's trying to get a medal. I was like, please, somebody swing on my boy Andre. <laughs> Uh, uh, I kind of want to see that too, to be honest. Uh, not because, bro, for, for Andre going down because that's not happening. Uh, Andre yeah, is not a small dude, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> His nickname is Big Tuck for a reason. Um, but I would love to see a haymaker be landed from Arge- from Andre. Oh yeah, dude. Like just one haymaker one time, <laughs> dude. My first ride along too. There was uh, Andre. You know, you. I quickly found out who. Who like Andre liked and who he didn't like. By the way, y'all ever be speeding down the road and y'all see like two cop cars, one's facing, you know, both facing different oh, directions. Yeah, they're just kicking it. Yeah. I'm gonna just let y'all know right now. If y'all were speeding down any road and you see two cop cars chilling beside each other. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't. speed right along. Cause they ain't trying to do nothing. They're they're literally on social media. They're showing each other videos. Ah, you see this one? You see this one yet? <laughs> no, but uh we do the like fifty percent of the ride along is doing that, like uh, going to other officers and checking in with them. You know, when I so when I did a ride along, um, it was in Euless, and uh, I was am- I was amazed on how much free food they got. <laughs> yeah. Every if you're wearing a uniform, it's like please come in here and your food is either half off or nothing. Right, bro. Yeah. Also, this is another reason why Canada is the worst is because. Uh, I worked, my first job was the car wash and, uh, in Canada, uh, little road in 20. Yeah, I know where that is. Um, and, uh, we gave officers free car washes, which I agree with. I think officers, but dude, they would come in like three times. I'm like, bro, who cares if your squad car is dirty? (laughs) You know, I have my my car. No, I I actually never mind. I liked, I like giving up. You like to keep your car clean? Oh yeah. Car got That's my office for the day, man. I gotta. I try to look as presentable as possible, man. You, you don't want the officer showing up. You know, you showing up for these people's worst times, man. Most most of the time, you showing up to these people's worst times. Ain't nothing worse than some officer hopping out of a dirty car. His uniform sloppy. You know, he don't care about his appearance. He got an attitude. You know, you people don't want to deal with that, man. You you there in people's worst time usually. Nobody wants to call the police just you know, for no reason. I mean, for the record, you know? I never want to call the police. Exactly. I'm going to say yeah. that right now. I'm I was, the police, and I don't ever want to call the police. For I, my, I don't want to see them at my house. I was pissed off. So my wife, um, I love her to death. She ran a brand-new Sprinter van in a ditch. We're, we're talking weeks after getting it. Brand-new, custom-built Sprinter van. Ditch mode, right? <laughs> One wheel, fully off the ground, three feet in the air. I mean, we're talking like it was bad. I was like, Hey babe, I'm coming. I'll get some tow trucks. We'll get mm-hmm. it going. Yep. Right. Yep. Not a big deal. Yep. Not a big deal. By the time I got there, <laughs> there was so many sirens, bro. You would think it was a standoff and somebody's robbing a bank. Mm. And I'm like, and I, I told, I was like, why are they here? Well, they called them. Why? <laughs> because here's what happened. The second I got there, they had to be the mediator at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, no, I'm going to make this call. I'm like, no, nobody. And so they were ignoring me, too, because I, I showed up in, like, you know, I had shorts and a, you know, basketball outfit. It wasn't like I was, I mean, that car is, it's a Sprinter van. It's decked out. It's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I guess they assumed it wasn't me. They were, like, listening to, like, these neighbors and stuff, like, oh, we got to do this and this. And I oh, said, no, I said, no, 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 no. no. They're like, and they looked at me. One of them said, um, what gives you the reason? Uh, why are you here? And I said, because I own this place. I own this man. Yeah, that's I go, my wife. I go, I, no one here makes decisions but through me. And yeah. one, every other officer was cool. There was one officer, though. <laughs> He's like, no, I make the decision. <laughs> and I go, look, with all due respect, I am of a sound mind, and I have nobody, well, I haven't bro- nobody's broken any laws. Right, right, right. I can make the call. Yeah. And so it was only because his partner or somebody had some sense, like, and I, I, I he was just a douche about it. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, why do you have to be there? No one is getting loud. Nope. Everyone was safe. All the babies were safe. The, my wife was safe. 
all we're talking about is a stupid piece of metal sitting on the side of the road, right? Technically. Let me get it out. And it's on government property, though. It wasn't actually. <laughs> it was private. So here's the Who, thing, whose though. property was it? Uh, the neighbor of this friend. So it wasn't the street. Was, it, technically, I guess the street is public. So never mind. Yeah. So, but the, here's the thing, though. I was already told before I even got there mm-hmm. that I was responsible for the damages. Okay, cool. Yeah. If I'm responsible for the damages, anyways, let me make the decision to try to minimize the damages. Right. Right. What I didn't want to do, I said, if I go, okay, officer, if you make the call to, you know, decide that the van is going to be taken out this way, then you and your department are going to be responsible for it. <laughs> uh, we got to get a crane out here. <laughs> Just destroyed all the dirt. Because I was like, here's the thing. If yeah. Now, if I have to sign away my rights, uh-huh. like that, I, that I'm responsible for it, then I need to make the call. All right, all right. And so they understood it. So eventually that dude who was kind of like having a bad day, he left. And the other dude was cool. He's like, Lou, I don't care what you do. Right. right. He's like, you're paying for this. You've already signed it. Yeah. Do it. So anyways, I ended up getting three tow trucks and an actual one crane to literally lift it. <laughs> like that boy was like four feet, five feet in the air, the whole van. And we rotated it. And guess how many damages was? Zero. Because they they were worried yeah. about this little like metal piece on the side. Was of the it road. on that road? Uh, I think you told me once it was on that. Was it on uh the that long one right before your house? No, no, this one was uh in Waxahachie. Oh, okay, okay. Well, in out out city, uh in the middle of nowhere, Waxahachie. Oh, so okay. like boonies. Oh, okay. Yeah. So our our process on that would be if you uh, a single car accident, I show up. There ain't no damages to nothing else. There ain't no. Injuries ain't nothing. Hey, you need me to sit here for traffic control for a little bit? Oh, while dude. I drink my uh, my my Starbucks coffee that I just got. <laughs> or, you know, dude, it, <laughs> dude, I remember. Do you uh, get free Starbucks coffee? Uh select locations. Yes, sir. Uh, I, bet those are, I bet those are the only locations you I go think, to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At select locations, they get free Starbucks. At other select locations, they, they get, don't go. Well, yeah, they, <laughs> no, they order it and they. On the side of the cup, they write pig. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, I'm joking about it being at a lot of locations, but that actually happened. Somebody like wrote pig on the side of a oh, cop. So they don't care about their job. Sweet. Yeah. I, dude, they got fired, I believe. Uh, but, you know, being, dude, if somebody did that to Andre, because like if I was on a ride along, your boy's taking off the, uh, the civilian uh, ride along. I'm taking because you got to wear this little thing. I'm taking it off and I'm going in there and I'm going to be ready to throw hands with anybody. Yeah, dude. Because you know, once you're related to a cop, dude, you know that the word pig that's offensive, bro. The first time I met Andre was <laughs> through social media. He was the uh, he was a dude that asked about if you uh, ever wanted to serve. You know, thought about serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me to the Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a funny video. I loved it. He was like, oh, nobody likes the blacks. <laughs> Hello, okay. sir. Okay, this is way out of context. <laughs> no, no, that's what he said. <laughs> We're talk. I was talking about jelly, jelly beans. beans. Yeah, they. I want them to go look at the post. It was. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. It was a bad timing post, and like my sister asked me if I wanted jelly beans. My sister Andre's wife asked it was me Skyler, wasn't it yeah yeah asked yeah. me if uh i wanted any jelly beans and uh she said that it was only the black ones left and i was like ew no i hate the blacks and uh like as i said that i was opening my front door and andre was standing there and it just made it seem like i was uh saying i hate the blacks which anyway which doesn't make sense because andre is white I'm just what? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, dude, one of the most intense moments of my life. Okay. Which ended up like, um, it was a bit anticlimactic, but it was still intense. Like was the, the felony stop. Oh yeah. I got to be a part of a That's felony the famous stop. one on IG. Yeah, dude. A felony stop is like when all the cops roll up on one car with their guns drawn and they're like, get out of the car. Are you serious? Yeah, well, dude. Tell me this, dude. What happened? Dude, so we were meeting. I had, I had no idea what I was getting into. I'm like, oh, cool. And Andre's meeting with like this undercover dude in this like suburban, <laughs> like, and this dude's like, all right, he, 
we 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 got word that he's over here right now and he, you know he's just, he drives so the undercover bl- the yeah. under, this sounds like a show dude oh man basically and he's like dude he's <laughs> like uh he's like uh he drives a black uh, you know a 1995 black dodge or whatever obviously and uh <laughs> i'm like all right cool 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 and like dude they were like all right he's he's on the move and we all get in the car and dude out of nowhere because it was like andre and this dude out of nowhere mm-hmm. like 30 squad cars are just <gasps> weaving in this traffic <laughs> and andre's getting real close to these cars and i'm like <gasps> like that all traffic laws, all laws, anything, any etiquette, it's all out the window when you're chasing somebody like felony stop style, dude. Because, you know, they're, you, we almost hit like 20 different people because they was all getting in the <laughs> Key way. Keyword is almost because that didn't happen. You was, yeah, yeah. You was no, in control dude. He of was. the situation. Uh-huh. It was still, yeah. you know, he was, he, he was, ten and two. He was in control, and, which means I wasn't. Which is why, you know, it's easy to tense up. But, you know, I trust my boy. I knew that even if he hit somebody, your boy would have been all right. Um, but, uh, dude, on, like, uh, this dude was like. Did you have to stay in the car? I didn't want to get out of the car. Oh. Dude, this dude was like, he. it was a felony stop because this dude, like, threatened the whole uh, police department, like, saying that he, he, he was. Uh, he went to jail before, I believe, because he was like building explosives. He was building explosives at the house, like yeah, pipe shocker. bombs and stuff. And he threatened the whole police department and said that, like, when if you you know pull me over, like I'm gonna kill you know I'm gonna blow blow y'all up and stuff. Like I'm gonna, dude, like legit. I, I didn't know I didn't know what to expect from this dude. He could have had like bombs in his trunk, dude, and, and just like saw <laughs> well, that he you was have getting to pulled. take all considerations, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so he, Andre Andre did not care. You know how I know is <laughs> because he was front and center, <laughs> pulled up right beside the dude. Uh, so, and I'm in the passenger seat, so he and he pulls up on the left side of the car. <laughs> so you're the closest, bro. I, put, I you know how like I lean my chair all the way back, dude. And uh, I, I didn't know what to expect from this guy. And he, you know, thankfully he was all talk because, uh, you know, when they pulled him over and stuff, he put his little hands out the window like this. And uh, they got him out of the car and told him to, like, back up. And he did. And then I was so relieved when, like, 10 officers <laughs> destroyed him and tackled him. And just, <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God we didn't blow up. Or, uh, like, literally my mind was like, dude, what if this dude gets out with an AK and just starts firing off? Well, you're first to go. <laughs> nah, dude, because your boy was like this. And, uh, dude, right before Andre was like, he goes if it. He goes if there's any gunfire, get out of the car and go to the back and uh, like hide behind the wheel. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, I can't hide behind the wheel, dude. He go at least hit my ankle or something. No, but uh, it was it was very intense. It was it was awesome though. My adrenaline was pumping just from you know watching. You forgot about the funny parts though. The what the first one where the dude was like, "Yeah, SWAT been watching them all day, but they gotta go." So now we gotta watch them. Remember that so SWAT? The SWAT was sitting up on this guy, and then uh, SWAT only works eight to five, so they had to go. Dang. Oh, it was five. It was five oh one, and the SWAT team went home, and so it was up to uh, the police department. At this it point. was just two of us. It was like wow. And then uh, as we were. Pulling the guy out of the car, some car drives by and he's like, shoot him. <laughs> I'm like, really, dude? Yeah, I remember that. I, dude, I got to go watch that uh, that uh, story again. Yeah. It's been a while. But, dude, a ride along, I, I mean, they're very fun. Like, I loved it. I can't wait for COVID to be over so that I can go on another one. I'm trying to go. Can I go one day? Oh, yeah. Come on. I'll just make you fill out a waiver. We just run your background as long as you ain't got no felonies and stuff think, like that. I think I'm good. I'm, good. Uh, I'm going to sit over here. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, he's clear. But, dude, yeah, the right along. If y'all haven't gone on one uh, when COVID's over, I suggest y'all try to get go on one because they are fun. Also, I'm not liable if anybody gets shot when they go on one. So uh, yeah, we make we make you sign a waiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is my verbal waiver for suggesting it to y'all. 
right. <laughs> yeah, and I concur. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's awesome though. A little look into the the life of a uh, of a uh, police officer. What's the schedule like on a police officer? Do you work like like two on one off something like that? What do you? So we work uh, four tens. So uh, four ten hour shifts, and then I'm off three days. Awesome. Yeah. Four ten hour shifts. Yeah. Four oh, ten yeah. hour shifts. That that's just patrol. Now, obviously, you know the detectives and all that stuff. They work do your regular yeah. eight to five type schedule. Before I uh, before we got here, Andre was telling me a little bit about his uh, undercover work. <laughs> 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 he was in the undercover. Um, he was in the undercover. Uh, is there anything you want me to leave out? Well, he tell it. He could leave out whatever he wants. That's right. Well, you, you don't have to tell everything. I was just gonna make a joke. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I was. Uh, I did, I did Vice for a little bit, which Vice is basically like, it's not like the movie Miami Vice. I mean, even though that's the general idea, I guess, that, you know, uh, you just, you're, narcotics is one thing, you know, they deal with that, but we kind of deal with everything, like as far as prostitution, illegal gambling, uh, stuff like that. So I did that for a little while. That was a little stint yeah. in my career. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, "At the he said that he was doing the undercover work uh, at, when that when uh, him and my sister were newlyweds, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah, when him and my sister <laughs> when him and my sister were newlyweds, uh, how long had you been in there when y'all got <sighs> man, married? We were we were fresh, fresh man. We were, and well, how long were how long were you doing undercover work when you got married? Oh, uh." Like a month or two? Like a month or two. Yeah, dude. And Skylar, once Skylar found out... What, Some of the things we have to do. <laughs> she said, uh, keep in mind, Skylar is basically... Uh, she's like... she's. I, I would say out of all of the kids, she probably picked up the most from from my dad. <laughs> she, has, she has a lot of Chuck in her personality. Mm. Um... I mean, she's also her own per- person. There's a lot of obvious. Things. Yeah, she. There's a lot of things that you know is her own thing. She probably she has some of my mom in her too. Um, I mean, for me, she was always <laughs> just a little baby. Yeah. Well, either way, and, and even now, I for, I think so. Sometimes I get caught up because I think sometimes, like, I'll be like with Brandy or whatever. We'll be at the house or whatever, and I'll think, like, oh, that's just Skylar kicking it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, full well, she's a grown woman with kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I always, because for me, it was always Chase, Austin, and the little one, Skyler. Mm-hmm. Skyler. You know, this is all it was. Right. Here's my last question, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to go soon. But, like, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. What was it like the first time you met Chuck Jeter? That's what, what I like? want to know. <laughs> I never have asked this question. I want to know that story. You, you, you found this girl that you obviously are fancy, right? right? You, right. you, you, you're courting whatever, whatever it is. You, you don't seem like a, a fast moving type. Like it seemed like there was a, a calculated move. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you had to sometime, cause I, I know Skylar, you, you're going to meet the dad eventually. Oh yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And probably sooner than normal. <laughs> so yeah. here's my question. Uh-huh. Take me through the first interaction with Chuck Jeter. So, uh, so the way I tell the story is a little bit different. So I, I, I'll give I give the people a little bit of brief for how I met please, my wife. Please. So I was uh, basically at our police one of our police gyms, and I pulled my back uh, doing some workouts. So I went at the time. Skyler was. Uh, finishing up school or she was just done with uh massage school. So she was working at a uh, chiropractor's <laughs> office uh, that basically had a contract with the police department. So that's where we went for our insurance. Uh, long story short, you know, I just, she seemed like a real cool girl. I talked to her for a while. You know, I, I didn't really, uh, and she'll tell you this. I didn't really uh, pull the trigger, if you will. I wasn't, like, trying to holler at her or trying to get her number or anything like that. It's kind of like, you know, we just had some good conversations. And, uh, you know, finally, I think, like, the third time that I came uh, over there, she was like, uh, what happened? Oh, we exchanged Facebooks. 
So that's how we got in contact with each other. And she invited me to church because she talked about church a lot when we were in my session. And um, Session? Oh, she was the one popping your back. Yeah, she was the one. Oh, massage. Oh, she was massage. Yeah, massa- yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. There's awesome. some details left out. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. My bad. Yeah, That's she, me, dude. The, the guy coded me. That's my phone, dude. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so we finally got Facebook or so whatever. So I just, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, she invited me to church. So I, really, I, was, I was interested in her at that point, like in, a lot, you know, like. Well, after the okay, third time good. of massages, dude, well, I mean, you she, know, you know yeah. <laughs> she's telling, you know, she's like describing her family and they sound cool. They sound real fun and cool. You know, she's describing. How did she describe me? That's what I want to know. She, you know, what's funny is uh, for the longest time, she didn't say anything about you. I mean, I know she had two brothers, but like when I was crying a little bit. <laughs> when I, when I saw your two first videos, I was like, oh, I saw I like I. I saw one of your videos that that went was very popular. But I was like, because oh, I had because uh, he's famous Vine way back, yeah, Vine yeah, way back when. Dude. And uh, but I wasn't like I didn't really like know who you are. Like I wasn't like one of those weird dudes. Like oh my god, that's your brother. I gotta talk to you. <laughs> I gotta meet him. How do I meet him? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like I, I was like, oh, that's can you cool, invite man. him to this massage session? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll be. That'd be so weird. <laughs> this guy's over there rubbing back, and you're like, so I saw how long you've been doing videos for. Yeah, I would. I w- you would have not had my approval. <laughs> right. Okay, so but, uh, you, you go so, to church. Yeah, so we went to church. You know, uh, we went to church one night. We went to Fuzzy's. Fuzzy's right there on uh, Little Road and Pleasant, or Green Oaks and Pleasant. Yeah, that's the spot. Yeah, I know what that so is. So we went to that Fuzzy's. Uh, had a good interaction. And her mom calls. And her mom's like, hey, your dad wants to meet uh, Andre. Oh, that's the first time. That's the first time. Oh, God. So, so it wasn't planned at all. It was just a phone call. As I mean, it might have been planned through them, but I had no idea it was coming. And uh, so I was like, all right, you know, I went over there. Of course, I was nervous. You know, I'm nervous. You know, I'm did you go to the house right, right there? Yeah, right. You down, just went over to the house. House was down the street. Yeah, yeah, I know. What so it is. we just went over there, and you know, uh, the interaction with them was was fine, great. So you know? walk me through this. So you walking up to the house, uh-huh. and the door opens, right, and the Chuck man is there. Uh-huh. What do you say? What'd you do? I think I said, you know, how you doing, sir? Or you know, my name is that Andre. And yeah. I mean. It was respectful. Is Just what so I'm saying, you, right. Right. yeah, right. and, right. and right. people right. that if you don't know, like if you don't know my dad, like there's no reason to really be like afraid if, of him. If you, you know? are honest, mm-hmm. he's cool with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. and even if you don't agree with your aunt, like if like the kind of dude that he is, is that he would rather you be honest in whatever your yeah, blank yeah. is, right, yeah. than right. to be fake one day and another yeah. another. Right. And also right. too, like you know. Chase is married to a black girl. Skylar has dated other black people. So my dad didn't, I'm just saying for all everybody, my dad didn't like see Andre and be like a black guy. (laughs) Well, your dad doesn't see. He doesn't see color. (laughs) No, dude. He, I guarantee it. He he cared about, he cared about respect. I bet you. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. He, he opened the door expecting a black person. <laughs> when when he, when they found out I was dating Ariella, they were shocked. <laughs> Are you serious? Nah, but I mean, it, well, all Ariella. my siblings, uh, like Chase is married to a black girl. Skylar's married to Andre. Chelsea is dating Prince, who is uh, also a black guy. Yeah, and yeah. Then Brandy, she's still with that dude. I mean, if she, if they're still together, she's dating well, Charlie, a Mexican. Charlie said no. So, oh yeah, Charlie said no to that guy. So. No, oh, really? No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was uh, but, okay, uh, so what did what was your impression of him seeing him for the first time? Because you were like, hey, hello. Because we all know what it's like to meet, you know, uh, a significant other's or, you know, a dating father. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I've, he was cool, right? Yeah, he was real cool, dude. I mean, I thought I thought she wasn't telling me that he was an officer himself at first. I thought maybe I was going to get there and, you know, be like, oh, yeah, he works for such and such, you know, because he – he carries himself well. Obviously, he had like a nice, clean fade cut, high and tight, like, high and tight. Yeah, yeah, nice, clean, high and tight. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I was waiting for him to tell me what department you work for, you know, or military career or something like that. But no, I mean, it it, it wasn't a bad experience at all. I mean, uh, we sat there and, and I can't remember exactly what we talked about, but we talked for a long time. And I remember her telling me after the fact, 
uh, that uh, she her mom goes to bed rather early mm-hmm. all the time. But they, yeah. I mean, they sat out there forever and talked to me. So I felt like that was a super plus. The oh, fact for that sure. they weren't like, oh, all right, we're going to go ahead and head to bed now. All right, you need to leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's know. a good sign. No, they, yeah. they was happy Skylar found uh, a potential uh well, you and, know, and, husband, right. and so that she can get married and, and go. No. There's yeah. something about a career. There's something right. about already. It's not like you was some, you know, scrub here. You exactly. Yeah. You you've been with the same, you know, in the same field for at this point, what seven years? Yeah, well, at least. So yeah. I mean, there's something about stability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a key. And you know, you can't be no scrub and be a police officer. Right. Well, I mean, technically, you well, can. yeah. I mean, so I'm oh yeah, plaques, which you know they get found out pretty quick. Oh yeah, no, uh, that's why I brought up the ride along earlier. I forgot. I had like this thought. I was like, "What was I gonna say?" Was on that very first ride along, I found out quickly who they liked, and uh, sometimes people would pull up, and Andre would be like, "Well, yeah, uh huh," be like, "All right, then," and then like drive away, <laughs> and he'd be like, "He'd be like, I hate that dude," <laughs> <laughs> and I I remember one time in particular, I was like. Why do you, I'm like, what's wrong with him? I mean, he was like a twerpy guy. I was like, why? Why don't you like him? And he was like, he told me, he's like, uh, me and uh, one of his uh, uh, his officer buddies that like, you know, he knows got his back. Uh, I mean, do you want more Ray? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ray. Wait, I think I met Ray, by the way. Oh, you did? Did you see, did somebody ever, so I was at this restaurant. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to say where. And this dude was talking, he was a cool cat. He had kids with him. Is it? Um, I think he was with a, uh. Huh? Is this the name of the restaurant? Uh, no, no. Okay. So yeah, and so his kids was there. Um, either a wife or some lady was there, mm-hmm. and like he was talking or whatever. And he told me, uh, you know, he somehow the conversation happened, and he told me what it did. And I said, man, I know somebody who who uh I, like threw somebody because at that time we had just played like, you know, we, we I was at the house, you know, at, yeah. at your father in law's house playing games, board okay. games, or whatever. Yeah, yes. He was like. He's like, I go, but you know, the department's really big. You know, I doubt, but, you know, his name is uh, this and this. And he goes, only person I know was named this, nicknamed Big Tiger. I go, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's probably my boy Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Ray is also a big dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, apparently, Andre and Ray were in there throwing down, and they, they uh, needed some backup. And oh boy that he couldn't stand showed up and didn't help. Like <laughs> they didn't get involved. Like just watched us. Or, or was it? Was it? Uh, some basically that's about about what happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, ever since then, uh, I guess uh, boy lost all respect from everybody else, and uh, he's not a police officer anymore. Huh? Nah, yeah, yeah. He was he resigned and moved away or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're like sweet. This wasn't for him, you know. <laughs> what uh um from from the time frame you meeting the parents mm-hmm. to you you know getting married how, how what's the time frame man i'd say uh it was expedited yeah it was expedited <laughs> well, uh, when, when, I, when pops like the dude and he's actually you know got a career it's like hey you want to take this daughter real quick <laughs> yeah yeah dude i'll sign her over right now yeah <laughs> i mean i feel like hey can you get her at my house though right <laughs> <laughs> you know i feel like i have my own home you know, I had it. I had that helps. So I, I was doing pretty good. I was doing pretty <laughs> doggone good for myself. You know, you know, you know, not not to sound cocky or anything, but you don't really get too many of those type of dudes just walking through your door. You know, right? No, it's Scrubville, you dude. Know? And so uh, when I, when he talked to me and Skylar, as far as the, you know, I don't, I don't know if expectations are bad or the wrong word, but kind of like what he expected, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you're not going to mistreat my daughter. You're not going to be doing, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, you ain't going to do this. It was just like, Hey, you know, this is what I expect as her father. Well, boundaries thing. are yeah, key. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I've, that's, that's good. And we have those. And at first he said date a year first, you know, and that's I, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. A few months go by and I think we were engaged like five months in. Maybe less, and you know, I just I told my mom at the time I just, I just couldn't wait. Like I I I ran to the jewelry store and uh, not too long ago, not long before that, my my buddy Ray had just got engaged, so I was kind of already kind of like pumped and motivated. Like you know mm-hmm. what, I think I can do the marriage thing too, man. I think I can. Well, I mean, the love bug gets you. You it's hard yeah. to get away. <laughs> so yeah. did you did you. Uh, did you like ask my dad? Uh, yeah. Like so earlier, 
Well, I, I so mean, I I went ahead and bought the ring. Oh, and I just, I'm one of those people, man, and when I... That's faith, baby. That's what that is. Yeah. That's seed, yes, time, and harvest, baby. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, so I, I went ahead and A man of me. action. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, uh, I'm one of those people, man, where I, I, it's hard for me to hold out on something, especially when I want to get, like, especially with Skylar, like, I went down to, uh, whatchamajigger, uh, off San Marcos the other day with some buddies to, to have some barbecue. We went down to a barbecue place in Austin and... Went shopping for the wives, but you know, I went down there to get her Christmas. I noticed kit. that I didn't get no call. Did you get a call? To go down to some barbecue. <laughs> hey, by the way, side note, real fast, the place Goldie's in uh, Fort Worth. It, it's uh, it's uh, the dude, the sous chef of uh, of Lay Barbecue opened it up. Is it fire? I haven't been, but let's uh, go. Let's go yeah, and yeah. do a podcast. Anyways, go keep. But going. yeah, uh, I you know we went down there and got the, got her some purse and a wallet and some other stuff you know i just can't wait to get her something yeah i just can't wait to give her something. i didn't want to wait till christmas so i'm that type of guy so anyway so i gave my mom her christmas gift today <laughs> so <laughs> we uh I, I get back and i'm like man you know i'm trying to set up the, the proposal and i i text donna and was her is her mom and I text Chuck, and I'm like, I, I would like to speak to y'all about something or ask you something like that. So they knew. They knew. They were already, yeah, they were already excited and kind of like they were waiting, you know. So when well, I you got know, there. You know, you know, Miss Jeter's going to be excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. She was yeah. the best for all her kids. So, so, I, does, so, does, so does Chuck. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. he does. I'm just saying, well, you know, my, my mom is like, you, you know, she's all giddy about it. My dad's like this. Like, he, you know. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's more serious face, but he's happy about so it. So y'all, mm-hmm. y'all met, and then what? You so just... we met, and I was, you know, I just basically, I, I didn't really want to beat around the bush. I was just like, I would like to, you know, marry Skylar, and uh, I just told him, you know, I enjoyed the family and stuff like that, and and then I, I told him I already had the ring, so I busted out the ring, and I couldn't wait to show it to somebody, you know. I was just like, you know, so I showed it to Donna, and Donna loved it, and. Even Chuck was even Chuck wanted to look at it, which apparently was a rare thing. You know, see, he wanted to see it. So I was, you know, they, he they, wanted to see how much money you dropped on his daughter. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, if he dropped anything under five, the answer's no. <laughs> I'm just playing. So I, you know, I showed them both the ring. They were very impressed with it. And, and, and you'd met the whole Jeter clan at this point, right? Obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had, I had met everybody. <clears throat> I think I, had, I don't know if I had any game game nights before then or not, but yeah, we. I, I, I hadn't met everybody by then. Nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. But yeah. And then uh, a couple months later, uh, we were married. Yep. And some, some random dude walked my wife down the aisle. <laughs> random, but like. Nah. Yeah, I'm actually cool with him. I worked with him for a little bit. We played a game a couple times. He's always been cool with me. Mm-hmm. We played twice, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> Hey, y'all know what that sound is. Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Yeah, and uh, obviously, if y'all liked, you know, your boy Big T- Hey, do you want to give your social media handles out, dude? Uh, sure. You can follow me on IG at Tuckman, and it's two lowercase I's. Tuckman I-I. Tuckman E. Sir. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate the feedback. The love is uh, outstanding. We love it. Thank you for the uh, the reviews. Keep it going. It does help out. Um, I know it doesn't seem like much, but it does help so much. Oh, so keep it going. One more thing. Yes. Turn it down a little bit. I would like to shout out. I would like to shout out our number one fan, Tyler Cosby. Yeah? Yeah, you want to? Yeah, I got to shout, shout him out. Shout out. Shout out, Tyler. What's up? Thank you for the support, man. And always remember to.